Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Welcome, my friends, to this episode, which is all about making decisions and how you're actually doing yourself a disservice when you stay stuck in the land of indecision. So I don't think that any of us really need a definition of the term decision, but just so that we're on the same page, I went to Google and this is what it said. A decision is simply a conclusion or resolution that is reached after consideration or process of deciding something or resolving a question. Okay, that is really long, but I think you guys know what I mean. It's just when you decide. So just to make it really clear, a decision usually involves two parts to the process. So first, you've got to think through a question or dilemma. Okay, something's on your mind, you think it through. And second, you make a conclusion based on that thinking that you're hopefully happy with, okay? You can have decisions that you're not happy with, decisions that you're really happy with, decisions that you're confused about, but in the end, you make a decision. So it's like a yes, no, or this is what I will do. So for example, let's say that you need to work out how you want to spend your summer break. First, you would consider your options. Now, I know pre-COVID, we would have had plenty of options. Now, the list is a little bit shorter, but you might take the time to consider the pros and cons, and then you just decide what is the best option for you. Now, obviously, when we're making the decision of what's best for us, it's what we are thinking is best in that very moment. And that obviously can change, which is why people sometimes get confused when it comes to decision making. So right now for us here in Sydney, uh, it would probably be a holiday somewhere within the state, somewhere close by, like maybe within a few hours, maybe a beach town, ideally, because summer's just, you know, ended, autumn's begun, but we still get some really nice weather. So we would make a decision based on the properties that are still available. So in theory, making a decision is actually quite simple. Like you do the research, you make a logical guess about what's the best option right now and just decide. But in practice, this process actually stumps plenty of people, especially when there are more than two options to pick from. So this is a real psychological state. It's called decision paralysis or analysis paralysis where a person overthinks and overanalyzes the situation to the point that they don't even make up make a decision in the end. They're just too confused. It's almost like they're paralyzed. They paralyze themselves with their thoughts and they remain stuck because they've overcomplicated the process rather than keeping it simple. And in the end, it all feels too hard, so they don't do anything at all. So the first time that I actually remember this happening to me, I was 18. I had saved around $500 to buy myself a new stereo. Okay. That was like a big thing back then to have a stereo. So back in the nineties, listening to music was the way that we spent our time. Like I would spend hours lying on my bedroom floor, literally just listening to my favorite, favorite albums over and over again. It was so good when the album actually provided you with the lyrics so that you didn't have to guess what they were singing. Otherwise, you would sit with your pen and paper and you'd try to work it out. Like you'd, you know, rewind, fast forward, and you just, that's how we spend our time. I know it's like a bit geeky, but anyway. So remember, there was no internet back then. And if you didn't buy an album, you literally had to sit and listen to the radio all day and hope that at some point they would play your favorite song. 
And of course, you would try to record that song into a blank cassette. But most of the time, the quality is just terrible and the radio host would talk over either the beginning or the end of the song. And anyway, I digress for a moment. But the point was, this was a big deal for me. I'd save my money. I think back then, like you couldn't buy vinyl records anymore. That, that sort of was phased out by my mid-teens. And cassettes were still in, but the new thing was having a CD, you know, a CD player. So that is what I wanted to go. I went to the shops. I wanted to be to buy a new stereo that didn't have speakers that were a meter tall because I'm pretty sure for the bulk of my teenage years, and especially when I was growing up, the stereo speakers were like a meter tall. Not kidding. So I wanted to get a fancy new CD player with a cassette player, and I had $500 to spend. A lot of money, but I'd saved it. I'd always worked a part-time job. So that is what I went to the shops to do. So had I gone there and had there been only one option, I would have handed my money over and walked home with that stereo. But instead, I'm not kidding. I think there were at least 10 options. I had like this massive section of the department store, at least 10 options in my price range. And I remember thinking, how in the world do I choose? Okay. So this is back before you had the reviews and recommendations. I went there no help. And I just had to make a decision. And back then, like when you have $500 to spend, there's a discrepancy between brands like Sony, which have a little, you know, little speakers, a little system for that amount of money. TIAC was this cheaper brand that offered a much bigger system for the same amount of money. So I was standing there trying to work out, how do I make a decision? I didn't want to make the wrong decision. I remember that was something that was in the forefront of my brain. So I was there for probably an hour in my head, going back and forth, thinking, am I going to make a mistake? I don't want to make a mistake. As if there's only one right decision to make and I was scared of getting it wrong. So I do know that in the end, I bought the mid-price option. It was a Sanyo brand, I'm pretty sure. It just felt like my safest bet. But for ages afterwards, I still wondered, did I really make the right choice? So before we go on to discuss how to get better at making decisions, which is something that I think I'm excellent at today. So today I think it would take me two minutes to make a decision. I would trust my gut. Back then I didn't have those skills. So I just want to chat about why some people get stuck. Okay. Just like I was stuck when I was an 18 year old and probably for years afterwards, it comes from this idea that there's only one right decision to be made and that if you make the wrong choice, somehow it's going to negatively impact your life forever and ever. That's what we think. Now, this is a good time for me to point out to you that this is not true. It's possible that all the choices that you could make are the right ones for you. Okay, There's not one right choice. They could all be okay for you. I could have picked that Sony music system and had the exact same experience afterward. I could have picked the cheapy brand and still had a fantastic experience. All of those options that were sitting there in the store would have played my music for me and I would have continued to lay down on my bed or on my carpet and try to memorize those lyrics and just dance around my room with a hairbrush in front of the mirror, whatever I used to do back then. Didn't really matter. I made it think that it mattered. But ultimately, I would have loved whatever choice I had made, or I could have made the decision to love whatever choice I made. That new stereo system, as long as it had a CD player and a cassette, it didn't really matter which one I picked. And when it comes to holidays, let's just say holidays in the future, it is possible that I will have a great time no matter what location I choose, because I have a great time no matter where I go. 
And I don't think that we always see things in that way. Like I think that we think one choice is right, the others are wrong, when potentially we could just decide that that isn't the case. Like I'm going to have a great time and make the most of any job I go for. I'm going to have a great time and make the most of any movie I see. And I could just decide that I'm going to love any meal that I pick at a restaurant, no matter what choice I make. We think that there's only one perfect answer and that the others are all wrong. And we might forget that it's actually okay to change our minds if we aren't happy. We think this is it. You know, you have to get this decision 100% right or else. Like, or else what? I'm not entirely sure. Like, do we think that our life is going to fall apart? Do we think it's going to take us down the wrong path? as if we somehow don't have the option or power just to turn around again. Those are just thoughts that we are thinking in our head. And I should probably note now that I don't really question my decisions anymore because I trust that I am making the right choice and the best choice in that moment. Now, of course, there is a difference between, you know, big and small decisions, a little more thought work goes into bigger decisions. Obviously, if I'm making a decision between picking a shampoo in a grocery store, it's completely different from picking what school to send your kids. But I just wanted to share with you some of the strategies that I have found really helpful in decision making for me. So remember, once upon a time, I used to um and ah about everything. It would take me forever to do my Christmas shopping for my family and my friends because I wanted to get things 100% right. I wanted them to be perfect, whatever perfect means. Like I already know now that that is crazy because there's no such thing as perfect. I used to get stuck with writing thinking, you know, it had to be 100% perfect, but I'm sure you already know what I think about the idea of perfection. It doesn't exist. I quickly worked that out over the years. So what I think is the perfect gift or holiday destination or outfit or essay or whatever isn't necessarily the same thing for someone else and isn't necessarily the same thing that I would pick from day to day. So when you base your decisions on perfection, you're chasing something that doesn't exist. So instead, over the past few years, I've decided just to trust my gut and embrace what feels good enough and right for me right now, okay? Not for in the future, not for in the past, just based on what I feel right now is the right decision to make. So I don't sit there and question my decisions. I do not get into this space where it's like have to pull everything apart. I just ask myself, what feels right for me right now? And I sort of listen to both my head and my heart. What are they saying? You know, I promise you, when you ask this question, one answer will usually be louder than the other. And if the answer isn't totally clear right away, I usually just give myself some time to think about it, but I always make sure that there's a deadline. I give my brain a deadline to make that decision. It's okay to give yourself a little bit of time, like maybe you need a day to think about it, but don't let it be an open-ended decision. Make a choice. So rather than delaying the decision forever, I might say, okay, I'm going to give myself one day or two days to make a decision. I'm going to think about it. And at the end of those two days, I will have my definitive answer. Now, people assume that making decisions is hard, but in actual fact, it is really, really simple. I mean, you literally could flip a coin to make a decision, or you could randomly pick an answer out of a hat. It's not the decision that is actually hard. It's all the second guessing about your choices that you do afterwards that is hard. It is the words that you tell yourself before and afterwards that cause you grief. It's those words like, oh, I don't know what to do, or I'm so confused, or I wonder if I made a mistake, or it's going to be bad if I choose the wrong thing. Decision will negatively impact the rest of my life. 
So I want you to stop right now and remind yourself that these words, it's the words that you're telling yourself that are causing you stress, not the decision itself. There is a good chance that you were smart enough to immediately eliminate all the really bad choices from your list. So when we get stuck, it's often because the choices that we're left with are actually comparable. It's actually hard to tell which is better because there's no real better. They're all good picks that you're left with. Okay, if you can eliminate the ones that are obviously wrong for you, the rest could all be actually good options. And in this instant, you could do something like any, mini, mighty, moan. Like you can do that counting rhyme and just be happy with whatever option you're left with or whatever it lands with. Because once you've weeded out the bad, they all are potentially good options for you to embrace. But you staying stuck in indecision is a decision itself to not decide. Okay, you're making a decision to procrastinate, a decision to delay the inevitable. And it's actually easier to simply pick a goal and honor that commitment. Because then, and only then, can you begin to move forward. And if it doesn't work, you can always pivot. You can always try something else. It is all just a learning experience. But if you decide not to commit, if you decide not to choose a goal or make a choice, you risk living in a state of indecision instead, okay? So you're choosing to commit to staying stuck. And is that what you want? Most of the time, it's not. It is so much easier to just make a choice. Just say yes to something. If you're not sure, just say yes. Or just say no and pick something else, but make a decision, okay? That is what being alive is about, is making choices that are right for you, that move you forward. Indecision is just a decision to stay stuck, okay? It's a terrible decision because it's not moving you forward. It doesn't allow you to grow and it keeps you stuck and does nothing positive for you in terms of your like personal growth or taking you where you need to go. So when you say, well, I don't know what I want, either have a sight that something isn't for you and pick something else that does get you feeling excited or just commit to the first choice and go kick some ass. Like don't live in the state of I don't know. Most of the time, you actually do know what you want, but it might be fear that keeps you stuck or worry. And that's just more reason to embrace it and feel the courage, like go out there and make, say yes and do what needs to be done. Just decide and learn to do it quickly. I can't even begin to tell you how much more I now get done in my life because I make quick decisions and I act on them quickly too. I do not um and ah about silly stuff anymore. I set myself a time limit. I decide I move on to the next point. Life is actually just a series of decisions. And if you get stuck on square one, you never get beyond the first roll of the dice. But if you want to keep on moving and growing, you need to get really comfortable and really good at making decisions. And the way to do that is by practice. Do it often. Make decisions. I always just ask myself, what is my next right move? And after that, I ask it again. What's my next right move? And the way that I find right nowadays, okay, I didn't say perfect. I just say what feels right. It's just a feeling. It has to feel right. You can just assume you are making the right choice, the best choice in this moment. You can just assume that you have faith in your ability to make decisions. You can just assume that it's okay to change your mind later on. And you can also assume that the other options will also look appealing and that is okay. That is why you don't have to worry about making a decision if all the options look really good because you can just pick one and see where it takes you. Trust your gut, okay? If you need to change your mind later on, go ahead and change it. Now, this doesn't mean following through on your decisions will be easy, okay? Especially when it comes to goal setting. It does not mean that it won't involve work and stress and challenges, etc. okay? You need to go all in. 
And when it comes to making decisions about your goals and dreaming big, you owe it to yourself to give it a go. You owe it to yourself to chase those dreams. You really do. Because when you commit to something, you make it a priority in your life. You make it obvious to yourself and others that it's something that you're committed to, not just a half-hearted thing that you're doing. You go in 100%. And if you are nervous about making a decision because the truth is you're feeling scared or worried or whatever feelings come up for you, that's all the more reason to go for it because you need to be courageous and brave in the face of your dreams. Don't let that stop you from not making a decision. You know all the quotes, feel the fear and do it anyway, or everything that you want is on the other side of the fear. You need to like live life and just do it. Otherwise, you may regret it when you come to the end of life and realize that you wish you gave things more of a go. You have to throw yourself into the deep end and that is how you learn to swim, okay? You just have to jump and commitment can be scary, but you need to know that commitment and chasing those dreams will bring you ultimately happiness when you fulfill those goals that you are chasing and when you just make a decision. You make a decision to try, you make a decision to give it a go, you make a decision to not ever give up and you don't need to be happy or confident or fearless to give things a go. You do it anyway, and that's you gain those abilities by giving it a go. You gain the strength and resilience and confidence by moving through obstacles when you don't necessarily feel like doing it. You you learn through action, and you need to remember that it's by doing things, by taking actions, by acting on your goals, by making that decision, that is what's going to get you your results, okay? Not by sitting on the couch and doing nothing, not by just thinking things and never doing anything to action them. You need to decide what you want to do and make a commitment to your goals. It's the only way that you're going to get ahead in life. So just decide and commit to something special today. And if you still need to practice with making decisions, keep on practicing, okay? Practice with our little stuff. We need, we do it all the time. In fact, there's probably a really good chance that you are an excellent decision maker right now. You just don't even realize it. I like you would have woken up today and you would have decided what to wear. You would have decided what to have for dinner. You would have decided how to, you know, spend your day or spend your weekends. Over the years, you've actually probably become a little decision making genius. Okay. You're a little decision making machine. So why not have trust in yourself and know that you can do it? You know what is best for you. No one else does. No one else can make those decisions for you. You know what is best for you. You just need to have more trust and faith in your good judgment. You don't have to listen to anyone else's opinion on it, okay? Not everyone has to agree with you. Just do what feels right for you, okay? Because if someone tells you to do something and it doesn't feel right for you, there's no point in even making that decision. I was like, it's totally crazy. This is your life. Like you let other people live their life and you have to do what feels right for you. So I'm going to end this episode with a really good strategy. Okay. So I use this myself. Like when you have way too many options and you're not sure what you want to do, you need to whittle down the list to just the top three. Okay. Ideally two, but top three is okay. So straight away, if you have 17 or 57 options, I want you to peruse that list and ruthlessly get it down. Like do it super quick and decide your top three best options. Just trust your gut. That's all you need to do. And that's automatically going to take away a lot of the overwhelm because more options equals less choosing. Okay. So just get it down to the top three. That's all you need to do to begin with. Then after that, you can sit down and write a pro-cons list, okay? Maybe you can discuss it with one or two people who are a really good sounding board for you, okay? And have some authority on the subject, not some random person like your mum or your sister 
giving you business advice or something when they have never had a business before, okay? If you need to ask someone, ask someone who has valuable input to offer you. Then you think it through and then you just decide. You set a deadline and you just decide what is good enough for now and have some faith and trust in your ability. Good enough will be good enough, I promise you. And once you've made that choice, commit to it. Trust yourself, decide it's what's right and move on to the next part of your journey because because that's actually just the first step of the journey, okay? There's a lot more to be done once you make that decision. And you might discover later on that that decision is just the simple part. It is a lot more work involved, but consider it to be the right choice. Do not look back. Do not second guess. Trust that you made the right choice. And it was the right choice because you made it. It's that simple. No need to dwell on it. No need to overthink it. No need to doubt or think, oh, should I do something different? No, you made a choice. Trust in yourself and keep moving forward. So guys, I hope that this has been helpful to you. I hope that you become really good at practicing and making quick decisions. I know that I love doing it. I know that it's made an amazing difference in my own life. So as always, I love and appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for listening. As always, I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. And until next time, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friends.